Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. And good morning, everybody. Great to have you with us as we begin a new and very busy week of broadcasting here on Political Coffee. Hey, Phil, uh, if you can hear me, please look at your chat screen, if you would. Uh, we are uh, we're going to have a lot of interviews this week. Tomorrow we have Kevin Mannix joining us, uh, not only running back for the legislature. And I talked to Kevin the other day, and and I said, why? Why are you doing this? Given that you know Democrats are in control, and you know who knows if Republicans can make any significant gains to. And, and even if they did in the House and the Senate here in Oregon, it doesn't mean that they're going to stand up and do the right thing, as we've seen, sadly. And anyway, we're going to talk with Kevin Mannix about that. We're also going to talk with him quickly tomorrow about his lawsuits against Kate Brown. And I think that's uh, he's having some success here, folks. And I think it's really important. Anyway, we'll talk with Kevin. And then on uh, Wednesday, we'll talk with Beth Jones. Uh, she's a. Um, she is an army wife, grew up poor. She's a mom. She put herself through law school. She's a lawyer now. She's also running for the state legislature in my former seat, or which is most of the uh, legislative district that I was honored and privileged to, to represent for a number of years. We'll talk with her on Wednesday and Thursday. I got somebody else uh, coming on, and I'm, <laughs> for the moment, it is escaping me who it is, but it is, again, someone uh, running for office here in Oregon. Lots of things to talk about. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM. Dot news. So, uh, no, I, I really don't want to get into Tom Brady coming back out of retirement that lasted 40 days. Yeah, he's he's going to be back uh, playing for the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Don't really need to talk about that. Could talk about if you wanted what would happen if Donald Trump goes on Joe Rogan's podcast. Apparently, it is rumored that he is going to do just that. That's a story that's out there. Also, Portland businesses leaving downtown Portland. Why? Well, this is a Channel 2 news story, and it has to do everything with Ted Wheeler and the Portland City Council and the, the chief of police, frankly, just turning over the control of the streets to the hoods, the hoodlums. 
BLM, Antifa, and just anybody else. In fact, Lars had a great piece about that on the uh, Oregon Watchdog. Uh, and it, it really, you know, Lars has a way of just hitting the nail on the head. The data confirms, this is in the Oregon Catalyst, the police chief, the mayor, and the police chief wrecked Portland. And that's why you have businesses leaving. So I people I, I have no desire to go to downtown Portland, period, for any reason. You know, I really don't have to. I mean, I have lots of other places I can go to. Um, also, Mr. Oregon, Jerry Frank of uh, Meyer and Frank, passed away at age 98. I knew Jerry for you know many of the years that well all the years i served in the oregon legislature uh, i had gotten to know jerry and lars was a friend of his also and you know jerry is very much uh, really rose to prominence in uh, in working many years ago with mark hatfield when you know mark hatfield was a, a u.s senator Anyway, he was considered to be Mr. Oregon, um, man about town, and certainly a, a, a man who um, who left his mark on in Oregon. There's there's no question about that. Anyway, he passed away at age 98. Now, there is a couple of things that are happening here that impact you and I. One of them is, this is a Gateway Honda story. The head guy at DH Secretary, at DHS, Mayorkas, you know, the guy that opened up the southern border. Over two million illegals crossed that border last year. This year looks like it'll be even more. Mayorkas and Biden only deported 59,000 illegal aliens. Lowest number since 1995. But they've done something else. They now have... DHS has released new rules on extremism. DHS is going to target anyone who believes the election was stolen or who challenged Fauci's ever-changing COVID narrative. There's new guidelines on extremism. This, we all heard about that March 2021 unclassified threat assessment prepared by the ODNI, Department of Justice and DHS, noted that domestic violent extremists who are motivated by a range of ideologies and galvanized by recent political and societal events in the United States pose an elevated threat to the homeland in 2021. The assessment pointed to 
newer, quote, socio-political developments, such as narratives of fraud in the recent general election and the emboldening impact of the violent breach of the U.S. Capitol, conditions related to the COVID-19 pandemic and conspiracy theories promoting violence. Now, let's just stop here for a moment. Polls show, continue to show, over half of the U.S. population question the results of the 2020 presidential election. I do also. In fact, many lawsuits and over, you know, 2,000 sworn affidavits also question aspects of the presidential election. Now, another half of the public, according to polls, questions the results of Dr. Fauci's ever-changing, and they are ever-changing, talking points about COVID. And it can be demonstrated that he lied under oath about his funding of the gain-of-function research of Chinese labs. But yet, if you mention these things, like I just did, I could be on this new list, extremism. Now, you can, and I will put this up on the show plan, um, although it apparently, they must have done something because it is not finding that particular site. That's interesting. At any rate. It's the new DHS DHS guidelines against free speech. Elections matter, friends. You guys know that. Who the American people elected because they don't like the bad orange man, his mean tweets. Liked his policies, liked the great economy, the low inflation, the high wage growth, cheap gas. They liked all of that. Just didn't like his personality. And so they voted for a guy who was blatantly, through his policies, giving the middle finger to the U.S. Constitution in many ways. And this is one of the ways, just one of many. So here's the question I have for you. Do you think that with where we are in America today, not talking Ukraine, that's a whole separate issue. Where we are in America today, given everything that's impacting our lives, do you think it is going to change the hearts and the minds of those people who voted against the bad orange man and for this bumbling, incompetent, lying, corrupt president that we have? Especially, how do you think the outcome of that is going to end up if the bad orange man is back? And I think he will be. Because I don't think he's going away. Just like I never bought for a minute that Tom Brady was going away. Let's go to Art, who's on the line. Art, good morning. Good morning, Jeff. Hey, guess what? 
the election was stolen, and <laughs> there were shenanigans. And just okay. come and try to get me Oregon. I would love to debate the issue. There is no doubt about it. Jeff, you know, the, uh, the Republican Party has a committee to look at voter integrity and stuff. Yeah, in fact, I, I listen. I, right. I, in fact, I listened to a gentleman who is the co-chair of that committee, and uh, he was talking about it. But it sounds like they're getting pushback because some individuals don't want positive changes to be made because they might not get reelected. And so this gentleman and his name is slipping me, but uh, was talking about this on a talk show uh, that happens on the weekend. Uh, and so come and get me state of Oregon. Come and get me. <laughs> I have the right to think how I want to think, and I am allowed to question uh, government. It's in the Constitution. So just try to take away my free speech rights. Uh, And I'll talk to you tomorrow, Jeff, about COVID in the family. Love you, man. Have a great day. I appreciate it, and so well said. We have constitutionally guaranteed rights to criticize government. Back in a moment at 620. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Reuters is reporting that Germany will buy up to 35 Lockheed F-35 fighter jets. You know them, they're very expensive stealth uh, fighter jets. That's if the Chinese haven't stolen all of the technology already and know how to defeat it. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's what you get when you let China rule America. Apparently they are. Through, you know, spreading around lots of money. You know, those, what is it, 200,000 plus Chinese college students in America? Many of them have been arrested as spies. College professors giving up research, being indicted for not abiding by the law and having to list foreign agents, which they are. Isn't that interesting? Anyway, just a little side note. Just saw the headline here about... um, Russia asked China for economic and military support. Okay. I can see us going after the Russians. 
But with Hunter Biden's relationship and Joe Biden's relationships with the Chinese and how deeply pocketed China is in American business and in Oregon, I don't see us going after the Chinese. And with that, we lose our liberty. Just like these new proposed rules from DHS. But somebody who fights for freedom, and it's in their name, is Freedom Heating and Air. Great Salem-based company. A lot of veterans work there. They, uh, They pride themselves on being able to get out and fix the problems you may be having in your home or your business that make you really uncomfortable. It's what they do best. It's what they do better than many of their competitors. So if you've got HVAC problems, you got a furnace that's not keeping up, give them a call. 503-580-1456, 580-1456. Or check out their great website, freedomheatingandair.net. Freedomheatingandair.net. There is a uh, interesting piece, by the way, from... Um, in the Oregon Catalyst from Cascade Policy Institute, which is Oregon's only free market think tank. In the headline, it is a piece by Micah Perry. The legislators can work less instead of asking for more pay. There was a bill. Um, a lot of senators and representatives wanted to increase their yearly salary from 33000 to around 63000 Now, keep in mind, Oregon's legislature is... And I used to be a member of the House of Representatives. It is a part-time legislature. If they had passed such a pay increase, it would have made Oregon the highest paid part-time legislature in the whole country. Now, there are other states that have full-time legislatures, like our neighbor to the south, California. Pennsylvania, New York, and on and on and on. They get paid a lot more. But the interesting piece about this is is really to say this. That even though Oregon's legislature, as Micah points out, only meets a fraction of the year, the proponents of the pay increase argue that it's really a full-time job. Well, not really. You could make it that if you wanted it to be, depending on your legislative district, how much time you have to spend traveling, how much time you want to actually spend meeting with people. It could be. You do get paid for year-round staff, so when your constituents call you with a problem during the off-season, you still have to deal with the problem. Legislators complaining that they're just spending too much time legislating. Well, Micah has a really good suggestion. Bring themselves back into a work-life balance. How do they do that? Well, they could go back to meeting every other year. Oh, yes, we changed our constitution. No, they could still meet every year. 
or they could just hold back on submitting so many bills. There's lots of other things that, that they could do, but they won't. The pay increase failed. It'll be back. Let's go to Ronnie's on the line. Ron, good morning. Yeah, I'm on the terrorist watch list. You know what I'm saying. You know, I went to January 6th. I speak out openly. I don't walk in the uh, the ways of Maxine Waters or or Hardesty or Bynum or Manning or Fredrickson's mindset of what CRT should be like. Yeah, I'm on the list. You know, some they can kiss grits. But nevertheless, uh, we got to get a backbone. People need to get off their posterior. Need to stand up and speak. And it's a damn shame that my party leadership and uh, whether it's whether it's the Senate or the House or even those that undermine my chairman is shameful and dishonorable. And all I gotta say is that people don't y'all want you want to become Massachusetts East West. You're on the right road, the highway to do it. Have a good day. Yeah, I don't want to see that happen, brother. And I think you're uh, right. We're well on our way. Becoming Massachusetts West. Or even copying California, God forbid. Back in a moment at 630. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It is 24 minutes before the top of the hour. Got an email from Anna. And it's about Art's comments about uh, the, the, the Oregon Republican Party has a voter integrity group and the person that uh, she writes that the, the person that we're talking about was Don Powers he is the vice chair of the voter integrity group the show that he was on was the I Spy radio show run by a couple of friends of mine uh, Mark Andis, Anderson and his lovely wife uh, Carla Davenport former constituents of mine great uh, patriots and they have, a, they have a marvelous show and it's it's on um uh, several radio stations around Oregon uh, on a typically a tape delay basis. But anyway, it was on um, the other over the weekend uh, between 8 and 9 a.m. Uh, next week, they're going to talk about voting in Oregon. And this this is, you know, this is this. If you're just joining us, by the way, folks, what we're talking about is a number of things that all have to do with liberty, your freedom. This new DHS rule, U.S. Department of Homeland Security guidelines that basically say if you question the results of the 2020 election, the presidential election specifically, or if you don't like or speak against Dr. Fauci's ever-changing COVID narrative, masks are no good. No, masks are good. 
maybe three masks are even better. Remember that? If you challenge any of that, you could be put on a special list. You are now a threat because you're an extremist. These are new guidelines. So in that context, when it comes to us talking about all of these things that that we talk about, and, you know, the reality is that we have to, every day, stand up for our liberty. Again, this is the whole reason I do this radio show. Because as Ronald Reagan said, and I will paraphrase this, and I want to go back to, you know, the Oregon Republican Party and their voter integrity group. There are and have been serious types of evidence that our vote by mail system is not as foolproof as so many have have purported it to be. Reagan said, and again, I'm going to paraphrase it, you know, freedom is not passed to our kids through our genetics. It has to be taught. It has to be fought for. Nothing new here, by the way, because what did Thomas Jefferson say? Tree of liberty from time to time must be refreshed with the blood of patriots and tyrants. We're kind of seeing that happen over in the Ukraine right now, aren't we? People over there want their freedom. Now, Ukraine's not a perfect place by any stretch of the imagination. And I was watching... You know, this whole business about biolabs and last night I watched Mark Levin's open. One of the things he talked about was how the biolabs, it's a lie. That actually the labs that, yeah, there are old Russian biolabs there. But Dr. Fauci is not engineering new kind of diseases through the CIA or anybody else in Ukraine biolabs. And you can pretty much bet that anything you hear coming out of Russian news media or from Vladimir Putin is a lie. That's any clandestine organization, whether it's MI6 or the CIA or anyone else or Mossad, they all operate on lies. Certainly the KGB does, and Putin was a KGB guy. But I digress. In America, we are guaranteed the right to express an opinion through the First Amendment. That's what Ronnie was talking about, and that's what Art was talking about. We have the right to disagree and question government. Now, The way we change all of this is through elections. And yes, you can overwhelm the 
a system that can be used against you in, in terms of elections. The famous line from Stalin comes to mind, right? Doesn't matter who votes, but who counts the votes. Well, in Oregon now, we have election month. Thanks to elections. Thanks to Republicans running really crappy campaigns. Trying to sound like Democrat light, talking about jobs in the economy rather than hammering. The liberals who run Oregon into the pavement, metaphorically speaking. I would never advocate violence like that. Politically, over them turning loose rapists and murderers, going against the will of the people, imposing mandates about what you have to put in your body. My body, my choice. Yeah, there's a there's a pretty powerful pushback to that. And we'll talk with Kevin Mannix about some of that tomorrow because he has successfully so far been able to get some of Kate's most dangerous actions regarding your personal safety stopped through lawsuits. But I go back to this point, friends. Republicans have lost elections in Oregon because we don't use the issues and hammer them home emotionally. You have to. You have to today. And if you want to change the direction of this state, we have to do that. Now, this is where you come in. Again, I go back. This is the purpose of my show. And let me get to that in a moment. But I got to remind you that Pfeiffer Ruffing not only has this great new product called Roof Max, which you can only get from them. They have an exclusive on the franchise. It is a soybean-based product. You can spray it on your asphalt shingle roof. It extends the life of it, and it does it at a fraction of the cost of a new roof. But they do a lot of other things. Roof replacement, roof repair, roof cleaning. You know, if you got one of those roofs that's got a lot of moss on the north side, you need to get that cleaned because that moss gets under there and starts lifting up those asphalt shingles, and that leads to water leaks. They also do gutter systems. They can come out and give you a free estimate on all these things, and all you need to do is just give them a call, 503-647-4725, 647-4725, or check out their website, Pfeiffer roofing.com that's p-f-e-i-f-e-r roofing.com you can change your world and you can do that by you taking the things that you know that you feel so strongly about and having meaningful conversations with the persuadable people in your world. That's the whole reason I do this show is because I, I hope that it helps you do that. Because you are the greatest influencer you will ever know. For instance, this story 
that broke over the weekend about this proposed Democrat law in Maryland. I know it's not Oregon, but if it happens in Maryland, it'll happen here soon. That would allow babies to be killed up to 28 days after birth. Let me say that again. Perfectly healthy baby could in fact be killed, starved to death, a number of other means, up to 28 days after birth based on the really incredibly loose language of this bill. You could ask somebody, how do you feel? What does it make you think about? that there's a proposed law in another state that would allow babies to die up to 28 days after birth and no one who was responsible for that will be held accountable. Let's go to the phones. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC Talk. And we'll start first with Freddie. And if we have time, we'll move to Rich. Otherwise, Rich, hang on. Freddie, good morning. Uh, good morning, Jeff. One of, the, one of the things that nobody talked about in the Republican Party is the fundraising mechanism in the state and if you use somebody outside of the uh, political cartel that the Republicans hey. have, hey, they hang will on, do everything hang on. they can uh, to uh, undermine let's... you. Freddie, hang on through through the break. I'll get to you and Rich on the other side. Hang, hang tight. Let the music take control. We're going to party, fiesta, forever. Come on and sing my song. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour. Uh, we'll go right back to Freddie. Freddie, uh, sorry I didn't give you enough time there. Uh, go on. Well, Jeff, I, w- I was talking about the fundraising in the Republican side. I'm sure the Democrats are the same way. That's why they have the unions. And I was uh, referring to the cartel. If you don't use the the uh, the ones that are in Oregon that represent them, they'll they will turn around and they will undermine your campaign fundraising. They'll go to contributors and stuff and tell them, "Well, don't give it to this person because of X, Y, Z." And I, I used uh, Tom McClintock, uh, Oregon, California, for congressman. He's a senior leadership. And I used his campaign manager to help me. Boy, we got undermined everywhere, in Washington, D.C., and all over Oregon. So one of the things that if we want to make some changes, we got to do something with the fundraising and break away the, the fundraising cartel that op- runs and operates the Republican Party. So how do we do that? Good question. People need to be aware. People need to be aware that that's what they're doing. And people need to put pressure on them to, to knock it off. 
you know, these these campaign managers, they get about 15% of all the money that's coming in. That's why they do a lot of advertising and TV and radio, because they get the kickback on all of that. So there, there has to be some way that we've got to redesign this so a good candidate actually has a fair shot when they're running for election. Yeah, and the, the incentives are are not aligned uh, in the best interest of the candidates. They are aligned in the best interest of the consultants. And the kickback schemes are numerous and very extensive. And sometimes I think they, um, ex- I want to be careful what I see. I think sometimes they extend into the party itself. And I know it's certainly that way in other states. I don't know how much it is in Oregon, but it wouldn't surprise me uh, that it is substantial. You're right. Those things have to change. So quickly, what's your take then on Dallas Heard resigning and, and where does that leave the party in relation to everything you just talked about? Well, I, I got that question yesterday at church from a, from a friend that's involved in politics and what my viewpoint was. I said I really can't comment on that because I really don't know him. But if he's going to resign, resign respectfully and don't start throwing stuff back at the party. Uh, like what I read, what he had said. Just say, look, it's just not going to fit for me right now, and I'm going to move on and focus on a couple other things, and I'll do whatever I can to help the party. That should be the extent of it. Fair enough. Thanks, uh, Freddie. I appreciate your perspective. I want to remind you, uh, friends, that if you're looking for pain relief, you should try all natural CBD products, especially from a Salem-based company that uses only Oregon-grown CBD, very high-quality CBD. That's ProBioscience. Check out their website and all the great products that I use from them because I only buy CBD products from ProBioscience. And if you buy any of their products online on their website, which is pro-bioscience.com, pro-bioscience.com, you get 15% off if you use the discount code SPRING. The word SPRING, it's hopefully going to be springtime here pretty soon uh, here in uh, in Oregon. Anyway, uh, use the discount code SPRING and get 15% off, pro-bioscience.com. Let's go to Rich. Rich, good morning. Uh, when you're talking about the people who want to get more money for being in the state legislature, all of them that seem to have dropped out are those that are Democrats, and they want to go to a full-time, completely run-our-lives political machine like they have in California. Yep. And the only thing they, the only thing they seem to do down there, when I used to live down there, I talked to a couple of the politicians, and they thought their job was to add more laws, not to do anything else. And as you can see from what they've done over the years, look what they've done. I, I think our biggest mistake was going to two legislative sessions. And yeah, I, I agree. Uh, in fact, I will tell you that I, in the time I was in the legislature, uh, I introduced a bill to limit the number of of bills that could be introduced in total in a legislative session. This is before we had annual sessions. 
And Rich, I got to tell you, uh, my Republican leadership in the House and the Senate had no interest in that. None. That, that's bizarre because that's supposedly, unless I'm reading everything wrong, including the federal level, that was part of the uh, basis for having the legislature was to do what's needed and then get the heck out of the door. Well, that's the way it used to be, and you know that's what citizen legislatures and a citizen Congress used to be like. Yeah. Again, the worst thing we ever made, the worst thing to ever happen to Congress was air conditioning. Was somebody, some famous politician said that, <laughs> because you know in the summertime, you know Washington D.C. is miserable because of humidity and that, and you know it drove the politicians out of there. But now they got air conditioning; they can stay there year round, and it's no big deal. Well, wasn't that also a swamp, and they used DDT on it to get rid of the mosquitoes? Yeah, yeah, they did. Hmm. <laughs> There's so many metaphors with Washington, D.C. being a swamp and, and all of that. Rich, thanks. Um, I appreciate okay. it. Folks, Kevin Mannix is on tomorrow, running again for the House of Representatives. And we will ask him. Uh, Rich had sent me an email where he wanted to ask him about the bill in 1999 when Kevin and I served together in the House. 2535 Oregon Firearms Federation really hit Kevin hard on that the other day. Uh, and, you know, that was that was a gun bill. And we'll we'll ask Kevin about it. He'll uh, he's no doubt aware of it. And he's uh, he'll he'll address it um, at any rate. Lots of interesting things that are going on out there, including, you know, if you're looking for a contractor you can trust, you should talk to Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations. Check out his website, RighteousRenovations.com. You know, having trust and faith in a contractor is a big deal. Uh, you know, every contractor has to have a contractor's license and be bonded, right? I mean, that's part of the game. But that doesn't mean that that person is going to do the right job for you and do it the way you want it and not mess up your life. And a kitchen or a bathroom remodel or a major home renovation, it can all mess up your life. If you've ever done one <laughs> and it hasn't turned out right, you know. You don't worry about that with Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations. Check out their website. Again, don't take my word for it. It's RighteousRenovations.com. Every day, you and I have opportunities to influence people around us. Like, like Julie has an opinion. She writes me an email, says legislators. The last thing we need is full-time legislators. This would increase their PERS, for which they should not be eligible, payments and payouts. This would cement a political class in Oregon permanently. An elite and elitist class of Democrat socialists and gonad-free Republicans. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah, by the way, not every... Uh, when I was in the legislature, I refused PERS... Uh, we eventually put in place kind of a 401k program, and I did that, but that was matched. Hers with the legislatures, frankly, legislators should be banned from it. Anything they vote on themselves, along with judges, they should be banned for. See you tomorrow. Somebody.